Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. Ball vs. Life is back in session. I am your host, Jack, and I got my co-host on the other mic, JC. What's up, what's up? And uh, we got a guest, our first guest of the new season. And oh, really? We wanna, yeah. Well, who's, oh, whose voice I feel is that? honored. Whoa. <laughs> Guess who it is, just by my voice. Uh, we had to bring you on to celebrate, brother. I mean, yeah. we, we purposely didn't bring you on to this podcast throughout the whole baseball season, um, at least the playoffs, because we didn't want to jinx you. And... <laughs> Guess what happened? I appreciate that. (laughs) We won the championship, (laughs) World Series champs. 26 years, baby. So I guess it's safe to say that we did jinx you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, really. I know. Talking to you guys is just a jinx. So not talking to you guys. Just, we just, we just win. I think, um, yeah, I think we were kind of trying to do you a favor. Last year's NLCS was pretty rough. I remember, um, you know, talking about it after um, after the series yep. and how, um, like... We were up gen- 3-1. <laughs> and generally, you're really in good spirits, man. But that was the first time that I was just like, I could feel it through the airwaves. Like how... But you know what? That was That was history, man. History is over. You guys are now the world champs. Man, yes, what a what an achievement, man! Yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. It still doesn't feel real. Mm. Um, it's been officially a week because it happened like we. I thought it was gonna happen here at home on Sunday, but mm-hmm. then like after we lost that game, you know, we we started off with the four four run grand slam Adam Duvall on Sunday, Jeez. and we're like <laughs> feeling good, feeling good, <laughs> and they just kept chipping away, and you're like, this is the way we would lose by like these stupid errors, like it's nothing big, it was just like chipping away, chipping away, and we just mm. we just couldn't do it, and then Freddie hits a home run, we're up five four, feeling good, <laughs> and they chip it chip away, chip away again, and you're just like, oh man, the like the inner Atlanta sports fan dread just <laughs> goes over you, and like we can't let this go back to freaking. Houston because it's not gonna be good for us but this year man they proved us wrong when did you feel that um, you know it was gonna happen like that it was different yeah that it was different I mean honestly like um, after we lost game five I mean I thought we were gonna dude I thought we were gonna finish in five games like I felt Mm. really and I I could feel the whole city just like waiting to burst everyone was like going to that game like Oh man, this is the World Series ticket where we win it all. We're gonna, we're ready to just burst at, um, you know, in in Truist Park and just like all over the city. And so when it didn't happen, you're kind of like a little bit deflated, but you still felt good. I still felt good about the team. Mm. Um, I still, I mean, like I think, yeah, I think just like Game Five is when I really like after Game Four, I felt good. Yeah. Mm. You know, like just how we. Yeah, I could feel it. it. Yeah, I could yeah. smell it. I was like, okay, like the game, game, game five was weird, but like, I, I think we, I don't, I think we still have it in us. I mean, and then like just the way Max Fried like approached mm-hmm. the game, just like his, his um, pregame comments were just like he was focused. Like he was mm-hmm. like, you know what, like you know, sure I had a couple bad ones, but I'm, I'm ready to just lay it all out on the field, like just ready to go. And it's just crazy. He's only what like. 24 years old or 20 i don't even know super young but just uh 
just the way he uh, oh no he's 27 my bad mm-hmm. but you know but still i mean they're relatively young yes um, very young yeah, in terms of like playoff experience and stuff like that mm-hmm. so it's just oh man it, i mean it's just we had so many weapons like yeah you know um just after acuna you know got injured you're just like oh man the season's over but alex and was like nope not giving up we got freaking duval back we got rosario and rosario mm. came in we got him and he wasn't ready to go yet he was still injured we we um but we just felt good about getting him because mm. i think they had been scouting him since last season mm. so they they were high on him but because uh, because of his ball contact he's just like mm. he can get that bat on the ball and if you watch like the series man he was a magician like whatever mm. came at him there was no pitch that he couldn't hit left hand right hand it was crazy and then Solar, of course, and man, it was just, and then, and Peterson, oh man, it was just, uh, it was a Dude, it was crazy a team. season. It was a team effort. I mean, Truly. I, I felt like watching the Braves, especially in the Dodgers series, yeah. I knew it was their season. First of all, when you guys beat us, obviously, beat yeah, the Dodgers, yeah. because you exercised the monkey off your back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the first two games of that series was magical. Like yeah, the fact dude. that you guys were able to pull those games out. And normally I think that's a split. You know, it's like 1-1 one, one, and then right. you know, it goes to a game seven or something like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just one of those seasons where everything just kind of worked out just right even in the the thick of it when things were really tough you managed to get like those timely hits or like the timely pitches and jock peterson dude that guy killed the dodgers man yeah yeah. former dodger yeah i know (laughs) that's crazy i mean he was just celebrating with you guys last year i know that's crazy (laughs) i don't feel so bad for you jack because you just got yours (laughs) you just got over there i would have felt a lot worse if you, you guys didn't win last year but you know i was like oh whatever jack's fine they just they just got one. Yeah. A Mickey Mouse COVID a Mickey, ring. Even though it's a Mickey Mouse, yeah. Even though the hey, Lakers the and the Dodgers got Mickey Mouse rings, hey, they, they're still they're still rings. This is shortened season. Everybody was. Yeah, I mean, yeah no know. home field advantage, you know. But you know, oh, whatever. We'll give it to you because you're our friend. Uh, wait, waiting for next season, man. Waiting for next season. The, the anchor's building. Oh man. Yeah. Well, let's, you, let's go back to the Braves, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean it's it, it's been just to just to be able to celebrate with the city because the last mm. championship we won was an MLS championship in 2018, but that uh, was not it's not mm. nearly the same. It was like no, a two year old yeah. team, like it's not a major um, you know a national national huge sport. Yeah. It was like baby maybe like the city proper of Atlanta celebrated mm. that one. Like there weren't, mm. but like this one was like everyone, and the one before that was 95. So yeah. I'm I. I, I don't think I celebrated in 95. I was only like eight at the time. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think I was going to the city. I, I don't remember anyway. Mm. But um, yeah, it's just what a special, special um, postseason run. It's definitely, definitely Let, Let's go back to game six because that's the game you guys clinched it. And it wasn't, you know, you guys won 7-0. So it was, it was yeah. pretty decided. Yeah. How, did you, how did you celebrate, dude, as it got closer to <laughs> the end knowing that this is it, man. This is it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. Like, it you can't ever celebrate too late as a as an Atlanta fan. Like, you know, what I'm saying? like or too early. Like, you can never like. I I mean, as you know, twenty eight three. I mean, ninety nine point nine percent. We're gonna win that game. Lost That's true. It. Like, I mean, like there's always there's always a chance. I mean, you know, like all the even leading up to all those Braves three one last year, like. 
um, pop fly rule in 2012 against the Cardinals. Should have won. That. You know, like all these yeah. little things. Like you never know what's gonna turn because we've just always gotten that. Like all series long, the strike zone was all over the place. So you're just mm-hmm. not sure what's gonna happen. Um, and I think it went both ways. I think Astros got some crazy calls, and we got some. You know, it's just it was mm-hmm. just, some of these calls are just wild. And so I was like, oh man, it's uh, they still have two innings to get to get back in this game like they got a lot of bats you know you never know when Altuve is going to do something crazy or or Correa was killing us too you know and so it was just like oh like you're just kind of like holding on in anticipation and you're just never sure as you know I I never I've never I don't know what how to feel like when you win Mm -hmm. something because we've never won anything (laughs) huge (laughs) it's always just right there and like you know we're always the the uh the bridesmaid right we're always the one that yeah. gets pretty far but we never go all the way um so yeah when i when we finally won it it was like i have a video clip where i was just like standing up and like holding on i'm like oh my gosh it's good. will smith is gonna finish this out and then dansby mm. gets the grounder and i was like wait don't don't fumble it just get it over <laughs> to first and i feel so <laughs> nervous for those guys on those plays because i'm like dude if I were out there, I'd be like, I'd like short arm it for some reason or like throw away over Freddie. But like it was a perfect throw, like barely makes it in and just, oh, and then the win. Oh. And and so like the only way I knew how to celebrate was we went to a Waffle House afterwards. <laughs> uh, because as that. you know, yeah, so like it, context for that in, in the Dodgers series, there was a um, an L.A. Times um, article or like he's like a, a writer for the LA mm. Times and he was talking about like Truce Park being the sterile mall feel and like everyone's just whispering about when they're gonna go to get Waffle House after the game. <laughs> so like all of Braves Twitter was like, "What's up? Why are you? Why are you like putting down the fans like that? It's only like we beat them that game. It was like the first like two games or something, and he was already putting us putting the fans down. <laughs> so ever since then, everyone's like, "Oh, I guess we're gonna go get Waffle House now." So it was just like the perfect way to celebrate. Um, to go get some, to go to get an all-star breakfast meal. Dude, <laughs> revenge is the Dodger be- writer. Yeah, revenge is yeah, the best. For sure. wait, wait, what's the saying? Revenge is a dish best served at Waffle House, right? Yeah, is that the same? Exactly. <laughs> that that sounds just about right. And I didn't even, I didn't even get a stomach ache after that. Like the bacon was cooked to a perfect crisp. Like I felt good afterwards. You know, usually after you go to Waffle House, the next morning you're feeling really bad, but felt good, man. Dude, when you win anything for your yeah, sports dude. team, whether that be the, you know any sport, especially the major ones, nothing will nothing will ever affect you. You can probably eat trash for a yeah, whole night. You're good sure. the next day. For sure, you're bulletproof. bulletproof. I'll have Jack in the Box or the side of championship, and that was <laughs> yeah. the best meal I've had. In like for the past sure. Year. Yeah, it's so dude, great. It's, yeah, man, I'm so happy for you. It's crazy that you're here. I, I mean, it's I. JC and I talk about this all the time. Yeah. That for the Braves to win this year, it just came out of nowhere. It really, it really did. came out of nowhere. Yeah. We didn't have a winning record until um, August, mm-hmm. and we were an 88 win team, and just <sighs> out of nowhere, just everything clicked at the perfect time. I think literally everybody overlooked you. Like yeah. even when you were in the playoffs, people were like, oh, yeah. you know. Eh, they're a fun oh, little team. They're going to melt down. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Those bats are not going to stay alive for that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think the experience from last year really kind of helped get you guys over the hump this year? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it did. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a lot of the same nucleus of, like, the infield is pretty much all there. Um, and, like, 
and you know kind of the leaders are still the leaders right so it's like mm-hmm. um freddie's still like the like the leader of the team albies is like the, you know albies and dansby and then austin riley made a huge jump this year like a mm. completely different player um came in like hitting so well like top you know top hitter in the league in the national league and so um and then with the addition of those four guys just really pushing them over edge i'm sure jock peterson's just mentally like kept Mm -hmm. those guys in it because he knew what it you know he knows what it felt like to win and like what it takes to win um and Mm -hmm. it's hugely mental you know like you can't get down about being 3-1 in a series or being down a couple runs it's like Mm -hmm. you there's there's always a chance a window to get back in there and he just had those pearls ready to go you know so uh i think it was just a perfect recipe and um and and just I you know guys executed when they had to, like uh, um, Ian Anderson man pitched a hell of a game. Um, it was that game four game game three I think it was he game three you guys won two yeah. zero I think that was that was Ian Anderson that was almost a no hitter he had he yes he almost he he almost pitched a no hitter and then he t- uh, right, Snicker right, took yeah. him out in the six and everyone was like what leave him in there but you know honestly. Mm-hmm. And then, and then night shift took over and, and finished it off. And they got one hit on us that night. But it's just like, yeah, all, at the perfect... And that's just baseball, right? Every little mm-hmm. moment can mean so much. And it's just, yeah. which way is it swinging? Like, are you getting those details just right? You're right, dude. At baseball is such about the minute details. When yeah. to pull pitchers, when to put in the relievers. Oh, dude, like, so crazy. It, it, it's, it is crazy. It, I do yeah. feel like out of any other sport, um, baseball is the one sport that if you're hot coming into the playoffs, you can mm. really make a run. And I saw this, yeah. you know, with the the Giants, you know, mm. ten years ago, mm. they were pretty much in this uh, similar boat where they were what eighty eight wins, and yeah, it doesn't matter if you're you know matching up with like, you know you know hall of fame pitchers it's just that if your team's hot your team's hot and that momentum can really kind of carry, carry you over and, yeah man, man it's a beauty to see man as teams kind of really just get through all the humps to get yeah. you know what that's the one thing i love love about baseball unlike any other sport let's put football and basketball example if one of your star players is out in the playoffs oh, you're yeah. probably not gonna win right versus right. baseball it's possible if your pitching is hot even if you lose a big bat there's other things you can make up for like yeah you can shift your strategy you know and, and it's possible it's within reason but in, in football if you lose your quarterback you're done dude you're you're, done. there's no yeah. way there's you know some some cornerstone player and basketball for sure because there's yeah. only a freaking five players on the like you know exactly. obviously it's, it's it's a bigger roster but any star players out you're losing what 25 points a game if the trade's gone then you're yeah there's no chance exactly yeah and that's that's the beauty about the braves i mean you guys lost your star player for god's know, sake dude. man yeah you guys still won the pennant it's crazy yeah it's, it's really crazy yeah and and yeah i mean it was the luck of the i mean like the fact that like i mean everything is it, it factors into it the, it was lucky that we got home field advantage against the dodgers because you guys mm. pretty much beat each other up the whole oh, yeah we did, <laughs> so thank you guys for that like <laughs> thank you uh jc for yeah. uh, giving them You're a hard welcome. time and like they had to just like you know sprint to the finish you guys had to sprint to the finish line you know get get into the and just like even though you had a crit like was it 104 wins this season yeah it was it was yeah, really 107 106 100. for the dodgers 107 yeah yeah 
It's like crazy. you still didn't get it. That's crazy to me. That's such a weird thing. It's like, oh, we still got home field advantage, even though we, we got like 20. Over. That's that's the beauty of watching, like when you wrap up your series and you're watching the, the potential next, the next team and you yeah, see them yeah. just beat the hell out of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because that cost the Dodgers. The Dodgers patched, uh, pitched Max Scherzer yeah. to close out was, the game five game. And that really messed him up. He, he couldn't even go in game six. And they, they end up pitching uh, Bueller because... His arm just wasn't was still feeling a little dead. Yeah, and those little margins, man. Like, you, Make a huge of course, difference. the Dodgers had to do what they had to do, but it affected them in the next series. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. Just how everything just pans out, and I'll take it. Shoot. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, there's always people who are like, oh, well, they only won because this happens. Like, well, what about what happened in your championship that allowed you to mm-hmm. win? You know, there's always moments. Yeah, exactly. This is what I keep on talking about with Mm -hmm. all of these, you know, like people are injured at that point in time. It's just that you play whoever's in front of you in whatever circumstances that got them to that matchup. It is what it is. And, you know, it's out of your control. You know? yeah, the and, only, and the thing is, yeah. you can't. Uh, Braves have had their injuries, so it's not like oh, yeah. they were a fully healthy squad. Oh, yeah. So people making that argument, you got to look on both sides of the coin. So sure, and I mean the only team that I don't have any sympathy for is Astros. They just cheat. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> know, exactly. The whole nation doesn't give a crap. <laughs> Nobody does. Uh, <laughs> I think America, outside of uh, Texas, was rooting for the Braves. Yeah, right, for, for real, for multiple reasons. And it's yeah. it's it is a likable team. I will say that yeah. you know the Braves. Yeah, very you know, just, yeah. Pretty good balance uh, of personalities on that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, so you obviously went to the parade, man. Your yeah. first parade. <laughs> well, I know. I, I don't know. I, yeah, it's your first parade, right? First I went to Atlanta or... United one, but that oh, okay, wasn't. Okay. I mean, that was like so short, and it wasn't mm-hmm. nearly as many people and like they didn't really nearly have to close off a lot of streets but yeah i mean first like major parade but Mm -hmm. what a joke it was because um uh so the stadium is based in a suburb called um marietta like cobb county so it's like Mm -hmm. 20 minutes north and because so they moved it on like because um that's where all the they found out that's where all the fans were so all the money is up that way Mm -hmm. so they moved it out of the city so they had to split up the parade. So they started like down Pichy Street after the parade, beginning half. And then they had to travel up the highway for like, you know, like 15 miles <laughs> to the stadium, to the neighborhood of the stadium, and then finish it off there. Because they did that, they sped through the city. <laughs> so they were like, literally, we were like, people were waiting there since like 8 a.m. We got there at like 10 a.m. And we felt like, we were like, oh, man, we're going to get a spot. We got, you know, we were able to get a spot. Okay. But there were already a bunch of people out there. And so we're just like anticipating this like parade. <laughs> it's going to come through, get to see the guys. And like it comes down and it's just going like 35, <laughs> 40 miles an hour. <laughs> like what? you can barely see what's happening. And like, you know, there's some guys in like pickup trucks, like Freddie Freeman and his family was in a pickup truck. Coach Snicker was in a pickup truck. And then there's a bus with some like, you know, six, seven players. And so it was just, we're like, wait, who's that? Wait, who's that? <laughs> I was able to get um, snaps for, for most of them just because I was just like on it. But it was still like, damn, like, oh man. But the but I what I really loved was just like closing down Peachtree Street. I, I stood in front of the Fox Theater, so it was cool to have that as a backdrop mm. and just to be able to celebrate with everyone that kind of sigh of relief. Like finally yeah. we I mean that twenty eight three 
um, that four three one lead from last year. You know, mm. the, in recent memory, those heartbreaks just this meant that much more because of those heartbreaks. And so, um, it's just being filling the the street after it had been closed off felt so nice. Just like all these fans from all over the place just coming together because like the Braves fan country is pretty big. I mean, it's like all the Southeast because there really isn't any other team besides Florida, but like the Mm. Carolinas don't have a team, like Tennessee Mm. don't have a team, Alabama doesn't have a team. So that we get like all those people, um, um, like as like, you know, Braves fans growing up as Braves fans. So it's, it's really cool. Super cool. Uh, First of all, when you, when I watched this, your IG story about the parade, I thought, yeah. it, was a ti- I thought it was a time lapse, but it wasn't. They no. just went through that quickly. <laughs> they, literally, they literally freaking sped through the place. Yeah. Whoa. Well, the Braves, man. Yeah, the it's Braves, Braves. are, are it's calling a, you. It's a, it's a, I know. The Dodgers know. calling. They want a rematch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, with a, with something like that, like it's you just don't celebrate it like on parade day. Like I yeah. think that's the beauty of a championship is it's like you can mm-hmm. you can you can kind of live in that joy until the next off season oh, when it starts, yes. uh, yeah. and, and you're still technically champions until the yeah, next yeah. Until yeah. the yeah. next yeah. team is crowned. And it's just oh, something yeah. that you can kind of just you know hold on to throughout yeah. the season, and that's like. It's more than just like a fleeting feeling, you know what yeah, I mean? And uh, I don't know. I'm just so happy that you're able to experience that. Like, Appreciate you know, it, one week from the parade, can you still feel it? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's still like Hawks are playing real bad right now, but I just like <laughs> look over. I have like the uh, um, the Braves or championship pennant, you know, like the, I, just, I look over them like we still won a championship, even though the Hawks are playing like complete crap. Um, so. Dude, I'm so happy for you because you can have that comfort now. Yeah. Like that you won <laughs> yeah. the epic pennant. You know, you guys are champions. So yeah. no matter what, when the Hawks are not doing well, you can just stare over at the wall like, and your, your little, <laughs> yeah. your, your little brave yeah. shrine. And you're My like, little you know corner. what? Things are still good. <laughs> things are still okay. It's house money at this point. You're just like, yeah, yeah I'm good. You know what I mean? Whatever yeah. happens to the Falcons, Hawks. You good? You got your yeah. and and the beauty of it is like the whole next season, people are referring to you as defending champs. Yeah, the, the, the crown defending champs. It's weird. I don't even. That's it's such a weird thing to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What were and your speaking, yeah, your experiences, Jack? Like from from a like a championship thing from a memory perspective, dude. I wish the the Lakers could have a parade, but obviously the pandemic. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would have. Yeah, I don't know what the situation would have been, but not having a parade. Parade is always the cap off. You know, for the city to celebrate, and of course, in LA, people go nuts and they burn the city down. But outside yeah. of that, that's just the cap off to to celebrate with people, and whether it's your friends or just random people, to be able to share in that joy of, especially Josh, when you're saying like exercising some of these demons and seeing in other fans just like how rough it's been, and to get to this point to finally celebrate something this epic. That's the beauty, of the connection of bringing everyone together for the city. You know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, I think the feeling of like walking around the the community, right? And you mm-hmm. see someone else kind of repping the same team and you can just kind of lock eyes or just kind of get that yeah. vibe like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did it this year, guys. It's just, I don't know, man. That's so priceless to have it's that. It's poetic, place. man. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, man. And things are not like, things are still on the up, man. Like the Falcons get, came up with a big win and they're four and four. They're still kind of in the running. They, for a while, people were writing them off. So who yeah. knows, man? Maybe they could pull a Atlanta Braves type of season. Oh my gosh, that'd be wild. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, even Atlanta United, we had a really rough start. weren't even sure we're going to make the playoffs. And then we just clinched, like, home field. Mm. Um, I think, oh, maybe not. No, we didn't. We're fifth seed. So we almost (laughs) clinched home field. But just, like, we thought we were going to be, like, maybe not making it in. So, yeah, man, like, let's let's make it a trend. I don't mind if it's... uh, if it's uh, if we start off not so strong but finish strong, I'm down with that trend. You know? <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> so, what's the feeling around the team about potentially kind of repeating? Because you know, baseball yeah. as as uh, you know, as challenging as it is to actually kind of you know win the championship, like it's, it's even more challenging to double up. I don't think oh, anybody yeah. like the Dodgers did. Oh do yeah, it. That's the Giants during their their tenure did do back to backs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's the feeling and, about the team? Like Acuna yeah. is slated to come back, I assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. they could just reload and just kind of make a run for it. What do you for think? Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, like you said, it's such a long season. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to stay stay on top of it. And like you know, like you said, Dodgers, like they brought back pretty damn near everyone, yeah. like on the team, and and they they had a they were supposed to go again, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, added but, more too with yeah Max added more exactly, exactly seriously yeah. um yeah so it's hard to say i mean i really i'm like 95 98 sure freddie's gonna stay um mm. even if it's a if the contract's not as like the best if it's a competitive contract i think he would take um mm-hmm. take that contract to stay with the braves just for his legacy and just yeah. for his family but and i know you know acuna's coming back soroka should be back um, we like our young pitching core, like Kyle Wright pitched an amazing bullpen. Mm. Like they, that bullpen game, um, it started off with, uh, I forgot who it was. Um, I'm blanking on his name. Dylan Lee, I think started the game. Mm. It's supposed to be a bullpen game. Kyle Wright had to save him and pitched a really solid, like three or four innings. And, um, he had a really terrible outing last year against the Dodgers. So, um, mm. you know, nobody kind of saw that come in, but like, it looks like he's going to, you know get his shit together um yeah so it's it's looking it's looking good i mean we're keeping most of our our core um but you know jock peterson i don't think i think he's already opted out of like um Mm -hmm. you know the the mutual agreement or whatever Mm -hmm. so i mean we might lose some guys here and there but it should be interesting i mean we we uh we have a good chance but you like i like you said i mean it's just you just never know over the course of 162 games what's going to happen and kind of injuries happen and um just you don't know what teams are going to surprise so i i'm just like appreciating this moment mm, as we speak like it's so hard for me to um Look to even that's think true. about it right that's now true. yeah i'd like to think yeah but you know you just never know yeah revel in it my friend yeah revel in absolutely it. it's just you know you got you got the whole winter to be able until yeah, spring training sure. to just to rep the yeah the braves man so dope yeah. yeah well let's let's move on to a little basketball before we close out oh know, man this now, episode. You gotta, <laughs> now you gotta dampen <laughs> you gotta the mood to Josh, <laughs> you gotta dampen the mood uh, <laughs> because it's relevant man literally the hawks played the warriors and we were as you guys were saying earlier yeah. in this episode we were chatting on our group text back and forth yeah. And it pretty much was a podcast episode in text form. <laughs> it literally was. Man. I, yeah. From the get-go, from the get-go of that game, I was like, no matter no matter how well we play in the first half, it doesn't matter because <laughs> um, the third and fourth is where we melt down and mm. lose our composure and 
we don't know how to finish games for some reason. Mm-hmm. So I was, cause like, um, we were, we started off strong. The Hawks started off real good. Yeah, they were. They were I mean, Steph, Steph Curry came out two threes and, and, uh, two, mm-hmm. like a layup to start off the game. And I was like, ah, crap. But then, you know, we figured it out. Trey and John had a really amazing first half. Mm-hmm. And then we just. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to level out Josh's vibes because I was just like, <laughs> hey, there's still a lot of game left. I, mean, I, know. I wasn't even uh... trying to be like, you know, bashful or anything about yeah, that. There's like eight, just like, eight minutes left. Oh, there's like four. <laughs> oh. And then after I was like. Oh, that was a good effort. <laughs> it was like, say it ain't so, but like I, what I said, oh, like man. what you said, though, like I, you've seen all the games, so I, you yeah, know yeah. definitely what's what's been happening. So For sure. Yeah, and, and I mean, at least from my perspective on the other side, when the, you know, the Warriors were matching up with the Hawks, I was actually yeah. kind of surprised because, you know, coming in, I knew that the, the Hawks were kind of struggling, at least record-wise, and they're going through mm. a really tough stretch right now. Yeah, so yeah. I was just like, you know what? This might be a way for uh, for the Warriors to get, you know, to get a dub, right? And but I knew that we were coming off a, a back. Uh, we're on the back end back of a back to back. So we played. Uh, I don't even know who we played. We played Houston the night yeah. before. Oh, he had killed them, right? Yeah. Like so that I think really made a difference because the night before we blew out Houston, and yeah. Steph and and Draymond didn't even play the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, so. I, I was feeling a little good that we were going to be a little bit fresher, at least from the mm-hmm. starters end, but our bench was going to be questionable. And that's how mm-hmm. it was feeling in the in, in the first half for me. I was just like, Steph's, Steph's on, but no one else dude. is doing anything. Steph so. was on. on. <laughs> yeah, dude. Drop like, the 50-piece. Uh, it's crazy. I never... I, I usually just watch Hawks games, and you know I'll catch highlights here and there. And like you'll catch Steph highlights all the time, but... See a full game from him is mm-hmm. just like crazy. Just everything that he does to affect the game, and like the gravitational pull that he and it's like it's war. I mean, like his like his shot is just I I there's you're never used to it. Like the mm-hmm. shots he gets off, like over guys, like you know falling on one leg, like freaking turning around, like. It never, you can never not be impressed by it. Like you're never gonna get used to that kind of thing. And I'm sure JC for you too. It's like you're you're a guy who watches every single game, but yeah. he's always gonna do something to just blow your mind. It's yeah, crazy. I thought I've seen the whole bag, but he yeah. always manages to just kind of do something new every 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 other game. Like yeah. whether or not it's just a follow away, the little thing that he did, the little crossover, kind of step sidestep. James mm-hmm. Harden esque yeah. on who was it? Was it Reddish? Was it Cam that he kind of did that on the yeah. on the corner? I was just like, I know, like he did one. He got one off over Clint Capella. Like Clint's mm-hmm. a huge dude, fully extended arms over him, over you know, in his face. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. not quite. He might have been a little late, but still, like to get that shot off, like mm-hmm. it's just yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you were able to kind of experience that just because I know Steph gets a lot of hate uh, from just random fans around the league. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's just like, I mean, if you ever see just a game like that, it's like seeing, I don't know, like Buster Posey recently retired, right? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And that was a really big surprise for us here in San Francisco. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing that, you know, a career could you know just kind of end abruptly like that it makes you kind of just want to 
appreciate you know, appreciate every sure. time you see something special out there and yeah. just to see what Steph did last night, man, that Crazy. was crazy. That was real nice, man. I, I gotta admit. And ten assists, not to mention. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, impacted yeah. the game completely. Just completely. I mean, Trey, Trey had a solid game, right? Yeah, Trey had a solid, like probably mm-hmm. like he had a solid maybe two and a half quarters. Yeah. I think. First and, half, he was he was yeah he was punched a punch with Steph, man. Yeah, yeah. like uh-huh. just the sustainability is is tough. Um, and I mean that's just you know that's uh a, a, like how many years in is Steph like twelve years no 10. yeah. About what did he, no, no, 12, no, 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 yeah. I think he, he was drafted 09. Yeah, 12, 13 years or four years, and just knowing his body and his team better, and mm-hmm. um, and just the maturity level that he has, um, versus Trey. Like, Trey just lets moments get to him still, and mm. you can just really see his youth, right? Like, man, just play through it, dude. Like, it's fine, like, let that one go, like, play the next one because he'll. He's still doing that thing where he'll complain about a play and then not get back on defense and then make a lazy pass and then take a really ill-advised shot. He just, I think, just mentally just doesn't stay in the game. And that's, like, the frustrating thing because he has the skill and he has the aggressiveness. Like, you see it in the first half. Once, you know, things start to... I think especially the officiating has really been bothering. And I think it's Mm -hmm. warranted. I think they're swinging the pendulum a little bit further to the other side of, like... Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. defenders are getting away with a lot of crap right now. Mm-hmm. It's like the 90s now, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and so it's like, it's it's I understand it's frustrating, but it's like, man, play through it. You're better than this, you know? So, uh, I don't know. I hope I hope he figures that out. Um, but otherwise, like, yeah, I mean, he played an amazing two and a half quarters. Like, some of those, like, some, pa- I, I still think Trey is one of the top three passers in the league. Just mm-hmm. the way he's able to, that. to, like, Path, his vision and his like and his accuracy is like unmatched from both both hands you know mm-hmm. um so yeah and he he was just feeling he, he could he was driving past Peyton June you know Peyton this Gary Payton a, a GP yeah GP2 the, young yeah. glove young glove actually yeah, has young been glove. locking he's been locking, locking everyone and I'm sure now. that's that has to do with the back-to-back I, I mean he was you know and just like a crazy schedules and you know and Trey's just he's he's hard to keep up with so I understand that but still like I mean he was getting to the basket at will so yeah it's just for, and then John Collins was having an amazing game and they just kind of went away from him he had he was like six for six in the first or seven for seven yeah, in the yeah, first first half and he was like one one for like three in the second like he got no touches and just they went away from it so the uh, i know i know you can relate to this josh it's like yeah. you you spend a lot of the first half or first quarter and a half building a great lead and then it goes away in the last three four minutes and you're like dude all that hard work and then the warriors are within whatever like yeah i think yeah yeah two points four points or something like that and that's the part where like any when you want to become a winning team, you got to win the last two, three minutes exactly. of each quarter. Yeah. And you know you're not there when you lose those last two, three minutes. Yeah. You, gotta you be can't lose double-digit double leads in two, three minutes of the last of the quarter. And Ste- credit to Steph. I mean, he he, mm-hmm. a vet he is. He, he makes sure to close that gap, you know, right For at sure, the end. Man. Yeah, he puts all his effort in. So, yeah. But I, I love watching Trey, though. Trey, he manipulates the defense so well. Yeah. And the, the, the way that he moves. And I, and I do think that's a big storyline this season, specifically with Trey and Harden, I think, because they've actually have openly said, like, dude, what are these non-calls now, essentially? Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of an interesting storyline that will keep developing as the season goes. Because mm-hmm. I think... 
I don't think he'll be less frustrated, especially no. with how the changes are this year. Yeah, for sure. You just yeah, gotta so play through it, man. You just gotta yeah, play that's through the thing. it. Instead of instead of looking for calls, you just you know, just play yeah. your game. Like if you don't get a call, next next possession up. Mm-hmm. And I think eventually yeah. once he gets that mentality, I think it's just gonna open up the doors for getting those calls once again. And you know, if he's not getting the calls, if he's getting trapped, get your teammates involved. And I think that was mm-hmm. the difference, at least from my perspective. Because yeah. they, they were doing some funky defenses on Trey, too. And oh, yeah. For, th- oh, yeah. And they made adjustments. Not to take any credit away from what mm. what um, Coach Kerr, you know, did and just your defense. Like, mm. they really made adjustments. They brought it to him early, like, right out the bat, right out the gate, third quarter. Like, just pestered and just, we yeah. we just got frazzled. So, it's like that, that, um, that team defense was brutal. Cause we do we had some we played some really good defense on you guys to start the game, but oh, once yeah. once you guys like once Coach Carr figured it out and like made those adjustments, it was just we were scrambling, yeah. and uh, and you know just realizing who was able to uh, like you know cover who and that's just that's the difference. That's the we got to give props to the Warriors defense thus far this season. I mean, yeah, man. I do think they lack size, but um, they have a lot of defensive players on this team. You know, yeah. outside of obviously Steph is not have hasn't been known for his defense, but you got you know Wiggins, Green, you know, um, Poole is okay, but you got <laughs> GP two, Young Glove, you got Iguodala, yeah. who's obviously he's older, longer in the tooth, but he still can still play can, defense. You he know? got two alley oops last night. Yeah, I know, I know. Dude, he can still like, get up. Yeah. I was like, what? Dang, he's still going up. He's still getting up there. I said he's been on load management for the past couple of years. He needs to do that. <laughs> he's for... had some time to to save some in the bank. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, yeah. I do feel like um, I do think that the experience really kind of goes a long way. Like, yeah. uh, uh, as you saw from the game last night, Josh, like last year we didn't have all the veteran sort of uh, presence in our squad. And this year we yeah. have more experienced uh, for sure. players that know how to play the game and it really has made a difference in the Warriors season thus far. So we'll see how sustainable that, that yeah. model is. Cause yes, with experience comes risk for injury and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah. nine and one is feeling pretty good right now, but it's not a bad. long, long season, man. It's a long, yeah. long season. So I'm not for counting sure. my laurels at any point, but uh, yeah. I'll take a, I'll take a 50, 50 ball from uh, number 30. Crazy! I didn't realize that was a first fifty ball of any guy of anyone this season. Oh yeah, scoring has been down a little bit because of the new uh, yeah, because of new rules. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, some of the the Hawks uh, announcers didn't like that he went for the fifty though. Oh, I know for real. uh, Come on, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was just it's like more so like insult to injury just how we lost how we lost that lead and it happened the same way the game before like we were we were up on phoenix we had them beat um like we kind of you know we're, we were able to neutralize them and early on in the game and just lost it in the last you know few minutes of that game it wasn't like that that comeback was more gradual than like dude that third quarter like steph just went off and we oh, just yeah. could not we couldn't score but last last night's game was more of a slow burn, <laughs> and then yeah. just like, no. So I yeah, I think it was just a bit of frustration. I, I like, feel oh confident in Nate though. Yeah, that he'll be able to kind of motivate these guys to kind of make some adjustments. I think yeah, you know, he's a, he's a an experienced coach. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the you know the fans are saying, but it seems like 
Yeah, I mean, I think no, I think people still have faith in Nate. Um, Mm -hmm. I I really think it's like you were saying. Is it a focus thing? I think that's a huge thing. I think it's like learning how to focus in on the game in front of you instead of the foul behind you or the the play. You know, like I think it's just like okay, how do we mentally like finish a game and like get through a game versus um, just falling? Just I also think that since you guys had great success last season mm-hmm. it carries over to this season in the sense that people aren't overlooking you anymore and also sure. you have expectations yeah. on yourself yeah so whereas before you're like well everything's gravy we're just we're on the come up but now it's like hey you know what the whether it's media or you're, the personally right they're like well yeah. we have to we have to improve on last season mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure pressures with that. yeah and the east has gotten way better too so, so good. yeah chicago is is killing it you know miami added a lot you know yeah. philly even without ben simmons is up there in the standings Cleveland surprisingly is doing well but again we take a snapshot of these standings right now it could look very drastically different come midseason for sure you know yeah first 10 games does tell you something but Mm -hmm. but it's still you there's still time to I mean we were we were 14 and like 20 something I can't remember 14 whatever dude exactly you guys had the most epic run last season Yeah. yeah it was like we had a crazy run where we just you know maybe lost one or two games you know and so I, I hope like something clicks for our team, but we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that's that's the that's the um, I can sense the Atlanta fan still a scarred, <laughs> trauma, traumatic <laughs> fan in him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't just, always. You know, we'll, we'll always. see. We'll see. <laughs> well, as Trey was saying, the regular season ain't uh, that important or not as exciting. <laughs> well, you gotta get. You, oh yeah, he did say that. He was like, I think we just gotta. We're just bored. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Trey. Just tra- we still have to get to the we have to get to the postseason. Jeez, yeah. exactly. have a little bit of fun. Exactly. Uh, I, how how long is LeBron? LeBron out. What's his status? Dude, I'm worried, man. I don't. There, his, it's indefinite. That's how scary it that's is. That's crazy. I mean, I don't think it's something that's gonna keep him out for like, you know, half a season or anything like that. But the fact that they're not putting a timetable on it just goes to show that. Uh, and I said this to many people, especially JC, mm-hmm. Father Time. Normally, I think in the past, a domino strain, he probably would have played through it. Maybe sat out one or two games, mm-hmm. but. The fact that he has to be out indefinite, and he again, he could come back in 10 days. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're not putting a timetable on just goes to show that they're being super cautious. And these small injuries that used to he used to recover from quickly, he's not going to recover quickly anymore. Mm-hmm. And look, we're all in our 30s now, so we know what that's about. And he's a supreme athlete, but even as a supreme athlete, I mean, he's freaking mid-30s, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Seriously. A core it's injury, man. That's not. I know. That's 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 the foundation. You really don't want to mess with that. So they're taking the right approach, and hopefully, it doesn't get too deep of a, an issue. But didn't you yeah. say, Jack, that this is the exact reason why the Lakers picked up Russell Westbrook? This uh, is the exact reason they pick up Russell Westbrook. But watching the product on the floor, I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh my no. god, dude! <laughs> oh man! Oh my gosh! I mean, the Lakers won last night, but it was. Oh god, it was such yeah. a roller coaster of a game. Like the turnovers at the end of the game, I'm like, dude, just protect the ball, just, please. I mean, just protect the ball. Don't turn it over. Uh, oh yeah. man. Like I, I was listening to um, JJ Reddick just interviewed Kyle Korver and mm-hmm. just him hearing him talk about LeBron and just kind of the things that the like just the things he's able to do at like and just his his dedication. You just can't. You have to respect it. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's been he's been the best for so long, and people take that for granted. You know, 
like guys like this, him and Steph, you know. It's just, yeah, without having him at the end of the game, and even though some, I think he's known not to hit clutch shots. A lot of people <laughs> bag yeah, on yeah, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he makes the right plays. I'll tell you that. For I sure. mean, we'll get a good shot. <laughs> live, yeah. live and die on getting an open three or something like that. Him creating, but yeah, I, I I'm worried. I, I'm uh, legitimately I'm worried. Not so much whether the Lakers will win the championship or not. I just think the season is a grind. Yeah, and for sure. to make it to the end and be fully healthy, it's a daunting task for a veteran team. And I think JC, I remember seeing one of the texts during the game mm. when Steph got hit, mm. you know, I think it was oh, a yeah, shoulder or something like that. Mm. Yeah. The season is just like that. It's, mm. it's that thin of a margin. You can't have one big player of yours go down because it, it could put you behind the eight ball. And then next thing you know, even if you make the playoffs, you're eighth seed and you're playing the first seed and you, or you have to play the play in game. It's a grind, you know? Yeah. Your best player can step on a ref when he's backing oh. up and oh my God. turn his ankle. Exactly. <laughs> Trey, man. <laughs> dude, that's, that's, that's how crazy it was. He stepped on a yeah, freaking dude, ref. It wasn't even a, a player. And man. the ref didn't even friggin' move. He just stood there. Like, he was barely off the court. Ugh, mm-hmm. Never gonna. Set. Such it, a... And this is why you cannot take for granted a championship. Because when it happens, you appreciate every single split second that your Mm -hmm. squad is a champion. Because it ain't easy getting there. And all credit to the Atlanta Braves for being able to get through this such a difficult season and being able to be crowned World Series champions. Appreciate it. Yeah. So congratulations, Josh. Hard earned, man. And finally, get to hoist it up, you know? Yeah. And thank you for celebrating with us on this podcast and recording it. Uh, and we didn't jinx you. We are, we are really good friends of yours. That's how much we care about yeah, you, Josh. You. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. It felt good. Uh, so, you know, we'll link Josh's socials, you know, in our description below. And you can also find our socials in the description below. Again, thank you for carving out the time. And you're always three sure. hours ahead of us in the West Coast. So it's always a always something that we really appreciate that you yeah, make time for us thanks for uh, doing it in the afternoon versus in the evening <laughs> dude you're usually sometimes recording at like 1am yeah us. I know I'm like finishing <laughs> off at like 2am like, alright <laughs> alright well cool. thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you guys on the next episode peace 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 out peace out